My name is Amanda Pinochet, and I will be speaking to Sophia Benham, an expert on the Pearl Harbor attack, a catastrophic bombing by Japanese planes who attacked the U.S. naval base at Pearl Harbor. So, Sophia, when did the Japanese bomb Pearl Harbor? The Japanese bombed Pearl Harbor on December 7, 1941. What reason did the Japanese have for getting involved with the U.S.? Japan's goal was to conquer the Far East, which included China, the Philippines, Australia, Indonesia, Korea, and Vietnam. They wanted to conquer these territories not only for more power, but for the natural resources that they would provide. The Japanese intended to destroy important American fleet units to prevent the U.S. from interfering with their conquest. In other words, they did not want anything to get in the way of them conquering Far East. Wow. Well, why did the Japanese choose to attack Pearl Harbor specifically? The reason why the Japanese chose to, to attack Pearl Harbor was because they were a small island and not anywhere near the U.S. states. They were very successful because they used the element of surprise to bomb the whole U.S. Navy. Nobody had any idea of what the Japanese were planning on doing. So it is to my understanding that there were mistakes that the Japanese made during the bombing of uh, Pearl Harbor. What mistakes did Japan make that Admiral Yamamoto's plan was not as successful as it could have been? Firstly, the Japanese chose to attack on a Sunday. High-value targets were absent from Pearl Harbor and were out at sea. These were important American aircraft carriers, were, which were named the USS Lexington, USS Enterprise, and USS Saratoga. Quite interestingly, USS Enterprise was scheduled for return the night before the attack on Pearl Harbor. It was not able to get back to land because of harsh weather conditions, and luckily stayed at sea. This was a huge setback for Japan. They missed their opportunity to completely weaken the U.S. Navy. Another thing the, the Japanese failed to do was to destroy the dry docks. If they had succeeded in annihilating the dry docks, damaged battleships would have been forcibly sent to the U.S. mainland for repair. Since this would have been taken a considerably long amount of time, the U.S. Navy would have been greatly weakened. This is certainly a catastrophe. So, well, what was the U.S.'s reaction to the attack on Pearl Harbor? The United States declared war against Japan on December 8, 1941. A day after um, the attack on Pearl Harbor. Americans started fleeing their homeland while most men were getting ready for war. Roosevelt started gearing up for another attack from the Japanese because it was assumed that Japan would attack, attack the U.S. again. As an expert on this topic, would you say that Franklin D. Roosevelt's execu as Executive Order 9066 was a direct response to the Japanese attack on Pearl Harbor, or rather a built-up hatred for the Japanese? I would definitely say that President Roosevelt's Executive Order 9066 was a mixture of the two. In theory, it was a direct response to the Japanese attack on Pearl Harbor, for all of America was truly caught by surprise by the Japanese and surely suffered a great loss due to this brutal attack. However, the Japanese have been scrutinized in American society upon decades and decades before World War II. This has been a very interesting segment. Thank you, Sophia. Next up, I will be speaking to Avis Katero, who works at the University of Lise and specializes on the Battle of Wake Island. The attack of Pearl Harbor and the Battle of Wake Island were simultaneous. However, this particular battle was for a small island in the Central Pacific called Wake Island. 
So, why was the location of Wake Island significant? Wake Island was located between Japan and Hawaii, making it an ideal area for militarization. Wake Island would have given both parties a military base, adding stability and increased ability to attack. It was 2,298 miles west of Honolulu and 1,991 miles southwest of Tokyo. So, who initially had control over the island? The Americans were starting construction on Wake Island before war broke out between Japan and the U.S. Originally, the Americans planned to make the land an advanced defense outpost. Wake Island was occupied by the U.S. Marines, some U.S. Navy personnel, and civilians. How long did it take Japan to conquer Wake Island? The attack lasted from December 8, 1941 to December 23, 1941. The Japanese had major setbacks as the Americans had a stronger pushback than expected. The island was thought to be under Japanese control within a couple days, but instead the attack lasted over a couple weeks. Because of the extended period of fighting, the Japanese used too many resources, leaving them severely weakened. How long was Wake Island under Japanese control? Japan occupied Wake Island for four years, from December 23, 1941 to December 4, 1945. Wow, okay, so what became of the occupants of Wake Island once the Japanese took over? The inhabitants of the island were taken hostage and put in Japanese prison camps. There they were starved, beaten, and tortured till death. About 40% of Americans in Japanese camps were killed, where only 1% of Americans were killed in German camps. How did the actions of the soldiers and civilians on Wake Island help advance the American war effort? The fight on Wake Island demonstrated the resilience of the American soldiers and gave hope to the American people that victory was surely possible. Of course, at this time of misery and war, this notion of success was an important motivator. It also served as a rallying cry for the American cause. My last guest before I pass off the interview to my colleague, Sophia Bruna, is Corkut Barriker, an expert on the Battle of the Coral Sea, which was a major naval battle between the Imperial Japanese Navy and Naval Air Forces from the U.S. and Australia. So for all of our listeners out there, what was the cause of the Battle of the Coral Sea? The Battle of the Coral Sea was a four-day battle that occurred on May 4, 1942, and it ended on May 8, 1942. The Japanese wanted to manage the coral Ocean throughout World War II caused this battle. The Japanese needed to manage the coral ocean to strengthen their defensive positioning for the advantage of the Japanese Empire within the Pacific. Okay, so why was the Battle of the Coral Sea important? The Battle of the Coral Sea was important for several reasons. It was the first and only pure career versus career battle in the history of humankind. It was an important turning point in the war in the Pacific because for the first time the Allies had uh, stopped the Japanese advance. Before the battle, the Japanese enjoyed a conventional string of victories, while afterwards it suffered an almost con- continual series of defeats. How many people were killed? How many Allied resources were destroyed? Total ki- killed for the Allied forces was 543. For the Japanese, it was 1,074. Uh, Japanese, Japanese lost a carrier, a destroyer, and 80 planes. While on the other hand, U.S. lost one carrier, a destroyer, one oiler and 66 planes, and also one carrier was damaged. Who won the Battle of the Coral Sea? The Battle of the Coral Sea was, was a tactical defeat for the Americans, with the loss of a 41,000-ton carrier. However, the Coral Sea was a strategic victory for the Allies because Japan was not, not able to invade Port Morrisby in New Guinea. Lastly, what is the significance of the Battle of the Coral Sea? 
the significance of the Battle of the Coral Sea does not extend solely to one reason. In fact, the Battle of the Coral Sea was not, not only the first pure career versus career battle in history, but though a draw, it was also an important turning point in the war in the Pacific because for the first time the Allies had stopped the Japanese advance. My name is Sophia Bruna and we're interviewing Sonia, who is an expert on the battle at Midway. Now, Sonia, where did the Battle of Midway take place? Uh, it took place on the island of Midway Atoll, located at roughly the equidistance between the U.S. and Asia. Um, it is the center of the North Pacific Ocean and covers about 2.4 square miles. What happened at the Battle of Midway? Uh, the Battle of Midway started originally as a plan made by the Japanese to claim more land and uh, therefore dominance in the Pacific Ocean, which was actually mostly occupied by the U.S. So um, the main man in charge was Admiral Yamamoto from the Japanese side, and he had a plan organized into three separate phases, uh, which he predicted would successfully destroy American forces. Um, Admiral Yamamoto planned to make a surprise attack on Midway, in hopes that uh, by modeling the Pearl Harbor attack, he would be more successful. Um, Yamamoto planned to send his navy to the Aleutian Islands, a chain of islands belonging to Alaska, with the assumption that the U.S. would quickly divert their forces at Midway and send them north to the Aleutian Islands to help them. Um, so Nagumo, Nagumo's fleet was composed of four first-line air carriers, including the Akagi, the Kagu, the Hiryu, and the Soryu. Uh, the second phase of Yamamoto's plan was a midway invasion force led by the vice admiral of the invasion force, Nobutake Kondo. Um, he would be responsible for leading 5,000 soldiers to the island of Midway Atoll and fighting on land. Um, in phase three, Yamamoto planned to join all the Japanese efforts against the U.S. and um, send and fight against the reinforcements that he predicted would be sent from Pearl Harbor. Uh, this was the three-phase plan that uh, Admiral Yamamoto planned, but it didn't succeed. Today, I'm interviewing Gabriela Angara, who's an expert on the Battle of Guadalcanal. Gabby, can you describe the impact that the battle had on the Japanese? By the end of the battle, the Japanese had suffered major losses. They had lost around 30,000 soldiers, whereas the U.S. had only lost 2,000 of the Marines and Army soldiers. The Japanese had lost their elite group of naval aviators, which is what gave them such a large disadvantage against the U.S. After the battle was over, the Japanese knew that they could never have a chance of winning a fight with the U.S. again. Were there any uh, Medal of Honor winners during the battle? Yes, uh, John Bassimov was awarded the Medal of Honor. And what was the opposing force in the war? Who, who were we fighting? The Japanese Imperial Army and the Allied Powers, which included Great Britain, the United States, China, and Russia. I see. So... Why is the Battle of Guadalcanal seen as a turning point? The Battle of Guadalcanal was the first battle in which the Allied forces had won against the Japanese in the Pacific Theater. The Allied forces finally transitioned from defensive operations to more strategic ones, which forced the Japanese to become more defensive. This major change is what led to the victor victory 
of the Allied powers and the defeat of the Imperial Japanese Army in 1943. What were some of the other significant battles on the Pacific Theater? Some of the other important battles in the, in the Pacific Theater were the Battle of Midway, Battle of the Coral Sea, Guadalcanal Campaign, uh, Battle of Tarawa, Solomon Islands Campaign, and the um, Aleutian Islands Campaign. So in total, how long did the battle last? The battle took about six months for the Americans to defeat the Japanese. Thank you. Today I'm interviewing Jacqueline Vogel, who's an expert on the Battle of Tarawa. Jacqueline, can you further explain what the Battle of Tarawa is? The Battle of Tarawa occurred on November 20th through the 23rd, 1943, during World War II. While the U.S. started the Central Pacific Campaign against Japan by seizing the heavily fortified Japanese-held island of Betio in Tarawa Atoll in the Gilbert Islands. 18,000 U.S. Marines were sent to Betio to conquer the island. The Japanese had 4,500 soldiers defending the island. The battle ended with the U.S. able to take over the island. I see. So were there any problems that occurred during the battle? If so, what were they? Yes, there were many problems, mainly because of the land, which gave the Japanese a severe advantage. Because of the low tides, some of the U.S. landing crafts weren't able to clear the coral reefs that ring the island, as well as the Japanese coastal guns hit vessels as Marines gave up on freeing the boats, and they went towards shore in chest-deep water as the Japanese then opened fire on them. Despite the heavy resistance of 4,500 Japanese troops, Defending Bitu, the, the Marines finally took over the island after a 76-hour long battle. That's a long battle. How many were killed during that time, that frame of time? More than 1,000 Marines and sailors had been killed, and nearly 2,300 were wounded. Of all the Japanese defenders, about 97% were to thought had been killed. Thought to have been killed. What did the U.S. fleet consist of during the battle? Um, the U.S. fleet consisted of the battleships, aircrafts, cruisers, destroyers, and a grand total of 18,000 Marines. So why was the Battle of Tarawa important to the U.S. Pacific strategy? The Battle of Tarawa is important to the U.S. Pacific strategy because Tarawa was considered to be the most heavily fortified atoll America invaded during the Pacific strategy, which is a way for America to prove that they had the power to win the war. It is rumored that the Japanese Admiral, Keiji Shibasuki, stated that even that he thought that the U.S. couldn't take on Tarawa with a million men in a hundred years, even though the U.S. most definitely proved to be wrong. Thank you.